drawing is an incredible exercise to do, okay? When you think about it, you can sit on one of these machines and you can burn every single ounce of energy you have in your body and leave yourself lying on the floor. Or you can go for a long, slow row and burn off a whole load of calories and hopefully help with your weight loss goals if you're on a calorie-controlled diet. And it's that that we're going to do today. We're going to be rowing for half an hour at a nice, gentle pace that will help you burn off some calories and it'll give you a chance to work on your technique and all that kind of stuff as well. But importantly, it'll build your fitness and help you burn off some calories, okay? And we're going to have a little sting in the tail. We're going to give a little bit fun as well but it's going to be a 30 minute row at a nice 20 strokes a minute which gives you lots of time to work on your technique but also helps you to keep that effort in a kind of 5 out of 10 area. Now if you have a 2k training pace then you're going to do this at around about 18 seconds slower than your average 2k pace. If you need to know more about that then please do check the description to this video where that's laid out a lot more clearly. Just pause the video, go read that and you'll go oh alright okay. So before we get into the main row today how However, we need to do a four minute warm up just to make sure we're all kind of nicely kind of gliding and smooth and all that kind of stuff. So we have to set up our machine first. Now, if you're on a non-concept two, please just set the resistance to a point where you get a nice weight from the stroke, but it's not too hard, too heavy. If you're on a concept two, set your drag factor to where you want it to be, which should be round about what I've just described. Next up, go to your monitor. If you can set it at eye height, please do. And finally, if you can adjust your foot stretcher height, get it to a point when you can get to the front of the machine comfortably with your shins pointing vertically okay and hopefully without your heels coming too far off the foot plates at that point too but I'll talk more about that during the main row all right so four minute warm-up we're going to do this right about 18 to 20 strokes a minute and I just want you to start thinking about power wise as though you're just pushing off as though standing up okay not a whole load of power I just want you to think about when you push with your feet and when your hands connect the handle to the machine but I will explain as we start Okay, here we go then. In three, two, one, let's go. So, like I say, the power here should just be as though you're standing up. So you're not putting in a whole load of power, but you still need to put in a little bit of a push. And the point is that as you push your feet into the machine, that is when your hands connect the handle to whatever makes your machine go. If you push too soon, what happens is your backside escapes from you. Whee! And you lose a whole bunch whee! of leg or potential leg drive. And that's power that you're missing from your stroke. And that's not just about pace. We're not just talking about speed goals here. We're also talking about the amount that your body is used when you're rowing okay because if you're trying to work and burn calories it makes sense to use as many muscles as you can efficiently of course we're not going to waste energy but if you want to make sure that you are pushing with your legs and connecting that power so that your legs get a workout and not just your arms. After all, you may be thinking that rowing is all about pulling with your arms, and it's not. It's about pushing with your legs and then finishing with your arms. 
Right, three strokes to go. And then we're gonna do single leg drills. So one more stroke, put one foot on the floor, continue rowing with the leg that is still strapped in. Now this can help with your flexibility, helps to get you in towards the front of the machine comfortably. Can also expose if you have any tightness in your back, which I seem to have right now. This could be interesting. One more here. Let's see what it's like on the other side. Yeah. Swapped legs and the tightness that I had in my lower back on the left hand side is pretty much gone, which makes me think I've got a little bit of instability going on with my hips. Better work on that after this rope. One more here, both legs in, straight legs, and roll with your back and arms. Let's see how my back feels here. Oh, it's still a bit stiff, to be honest. So you swing over your hips, then you pull in your arms, then you let your arms go out, and then you swing back over your hips again. And this mirrors, or is part of the stroke that you want to do where you pick up the weight of the machine with your back first and then pull in. Right, let's roll to the front of the machine, arm straight, forward tilt, and push out with your legs. Try to maintain this kind of forwards pointing position in this part of the drill. This is about teaching you to drive out from the front while leaning in with straight arms which loads of people don't do. Let's do one more here. Right, so hopefully you're warm after that quick four minute warm up. If you're not, please have a quick drink, but then do some light rowing while I quickly describe what it is we're doing again. Uh, make sure you're warm. But like I said, today's isn't gonna be too intense a workout anyway. So if you're not totally warm, don't worry. You can just glide into the main workout. But anyway, today's workout is gonna be a 30 minute row at 20 strokes a minute, and your effort's gonna be run about five out of 10, or for a 2K pace point of view, 2K plus 18 pace. Now, I'm gonna add a little sting in the tail today where after we've done our 30 minutes, we're gonna rest for one minute, and then we're gonna sprint for 30 seconds. So this is a 30 plus 30 uh, session. But that 30 second sprint, really there's no <laughs> training value to it at all. It'll be nice and fast um, and it'll get the feeling of some pace under you after 30 seconds of, uh, of this kind of low rate calorie burn run. It's just there just as a bit of fun, just to give you a reward for getting through those 30 minutes, okay? Obviously you'll get some kind of benefit from rowing fast, but there's not like it's designed to suddenly kind of optimize your, your ever. Nah, it's just there for fun. So let's get into our 30 minute chunk first. Have a quick drink if you haven't already. I'm going to. And then we can get into our main session. So 30 minutes, 20 strokes per minute, 2K plus 18 pace, or five, six out of 10 from an effort point of view. Okay, here we go then. In three, two, one, and we're off. Right. So, 20 strokes a minute. Try and find your pace within kind of five or six strokes if you can. 
I'm just because of my back I'm going to be hovering a little bit as I start it's one of the good values good reasons to do a warm-up is to do a little bit of a body sit rep and see if there's any niggles or anything going on discover them before you get into the main session and make any potential injury worse so I'm gonna kind of hover between 2k plus 18 which is 203 pace for me right now and 2k plus 20 which would be 205 just to see what's going on whether my back eases up all that kind of stuff but less about me more about you why are you here today well I'm hoping that you are just looking for a good solid half hour row this can be for a few reasons why you might want this kind of row like I said in the intro you'll get a good but let's start my watch no let's not start my watch <laughs> hang on man messes with watch uh, hopefully it'll pick up that I'm rowing in a minute we'll see how many calories I burn I might put it on the thumbnail to this video it's what makes rowing remarkable is that you can row for half an hour and burn I'm going to guess about 350 calories and from an intensity point of view like I say you're only rowing about 5 out of 10 I think it was that my watch thing yeah I am rowing good good so it's not like you're having to overdo it on a spin bike in order to get your heart rate in the right place or go through the strange movements on a cross trainer or let's face it go through the potential knee injuries and things of going for a run you're just moving back and forwards at comfortable pace where you're breathing should just elevate so that you're breathing faster but if you were able to and I wasn't talking the whole time you should be able to hold a conversation with somebody certainly 
for me, although I've kind of developed a bit of a knack for being able to talk while I row, at these rates and intensities, it shouldn't really be too hard for anyone, especially if it's a proper conversation with somebody and you get periods in the conversation where the other person's talking <laughs> rather than it being a soliloquy <laughs> like what I'm giving you and so that's the level of intensity you should be working at your heart rate should spend most of this row around about 60, 65% of your maximum heart rate. So you're not working too hard at all, but you are still putting in effort. Remember when I say 5 out of 10 on an effort scale, that's looking at it that 1 out of 10 is like sitting on the couch watching television, hardly moving. 2 out of 10 is when you walk into the kitchen to refill your drink. 3 out of 10 is when you squat down and stand up a few times as you're hunting through the cupboards for that bar of chocolate you know has been hidden somewhere in the house. And then four out of 10 is like walking up a flight of stairs. Okay, so suddenly your muscles are needing to work just a little bit harder to climb up the stairs, but you're still not really working, so you wouldn't call it exercise. And it's five out of ten where we are right now that your muscles are working hard enough that your breathing rate needs to increase to get that oxygen transfer into your blood get the oxygen in 
carbon dioxide out. And your heart rate increases too. And you know, at this stage, you would call it exercise. And it's at this point that you do tend to hit the sweet spot of burning fat rather than your instant sugar stores in your blood and muscles. Or at least that's what they say for most people anyway. But also, regardless, if you keep the effort at this nice 5 out of 10, you can roll for longer. And it doesn't matter where your body starts to burn its energy from. The longer you row, the more inclined it is to switch the burning from your fat stores. So it makes sense that if you can row at an intensity where you know you're exercising, but not so hard that you have to stop after 10 minutes, then just literally the process of rowing for another 20 minutes makes it a much better fat burning workout. And that's why, I mean, if you look at a lot of my recent videos, you'll see the stroke rates tend to often come back to this one, 20. It's because it's a great catalyst for this kind of calorie burning row or as a kind of a launch pad for the faster stuff to so say you were doing four minutes at 20 strokes a minute but then launched into one minute for 28 the foundation of this stroke rate is really valuable to prepare you for the fast stuff and also to give you a longer session because if you were just to sprint at 28 you'd probably be done after about 7 minutes well, let's say 
six minutes for my maths to work. So you sit down, <clears throat> roll fast at 28, say your energy's gone after six minutes. Whereas if you do four minutes at 20 strokes a minute and then one minute at 28, you can do that six times, giving you half an hour rowing time and letting you work on your fitness and your calorie burn in a way that that six minutes at 28 wouldn't allow. But also 20 is the perfect rate to work on your rhythm and the fluid stroke that you need in order to row efficiently and powerfully and let's face it as fast as you want to be and that's because 20 strokes a minute could be broken down into one second drive and two seconds recovery so you drive hard recover slow drive fast recover slow and that's kind of the rhythm that you want through all of your stroke rates and when I hear from people saying they struggle at 20 it's usually that rhythm talking of rhythm Bon Jovi have a good one with living on a prayer and I mentioned that because we're halfway there <laughs> there's a bit of a segue link for you but yeah back to my rhythm thing 20 is the one where you really can look at your counter and think about what's going on so I'm counting each stroke down in three second chunks so six here then three now I cross 14 minutes to go and so as long as I count in threes I just make sure that I drive and I see the second tick over as I 
get to the back of the stroke and that way I know that that is a one second drive and then I know I need to count two more seconds down on the recovery so that can really unlock the rhythm for you in the first place but then if it doesn't you can start to look at why and I see various things in videos I'm sent from people which feel free to send me a video of you rowing and I'll give you a free analysis over and over again until we get it right but what I tend to see are either people who drive way too quickly so they just scoot to the back taking about half a second because they're not putting enough power into the stroke they're just kind of limply moving backwards and they're then faced with a two and a half second really slow return that feels like it has very little rhythm or connection to the drive because remember I'm in a two to one ratio here it's like a tango and one two three and one two three one two three so it still has rhythm to it and for those people it's usually because they're not getting the hang off the handle as they start the drive and often that's because they're not pushing with the legs remember what I said in the warm-up that rowing is a push with the legs and then a finish with the arms so you push the legs into the machine with straight arms and a forward tilt and you hold those arms straight and your forwards tilt for as long as possible through the stroke and the real important part there is as you push your legs into the machine that surge of power 
as the flywheel accelerates and the air that it's taking in causes weight and resistance to the feel of the stroke that's when it almost slows you into that surge of power if you have a force curve on your monitor switch it on and you should see as you drive into the machine that curve increases as you accelerate the power in to the stroke and that acceleration that surge that almost slowing down as you push your legs against the weight of the machine that's what allows your stroke to take a second rather than it being a very limp loose pull on the handle with very little air being fought against by the fan and even if you have your machine set to a low drag factor you can still get that weight from the stroke as long as you push those legs in and be sure you have your arms straight and a forwards tilt as you push but then the other people are the ones that the drive seems to take two seconds and then they have to quickly recover to the front over one second and that is usually because they're getting the connection right but they're not really pushing hard enough to accelerate the power into the machine it's like a constant level fight against that resistance and if the drag factor or resistance setting is set too high then they don't have enough power with that light leg push to accelerate through the stroke and so therefore it takes two seconds to get to the back instead of one and then they have to race as fast as they can 
towards the front of the machine again for the next stroke which completely discombobulates their rhythm and their sensation on the rowing machine so if that's you first things first check that you're not rowing on too high a drag factor or resistance but then when it comes to the drive make sure you're planting your feet into the footplates and pushing that power in if you think the warm-up I was saying like you're just standing up from a squat this should be almost like you're standing up but into a jump you're springing up spring up from the floor rather than stand so push push there could be a few reasons why you're not getting it right again you might not have straight arms and a forward tilt at the front which lets that power surge through your body and into the machine if you either pull too early which saw my pace go right down or if you swing your back too early both of those completely lose the connection of your legs to your hands and therefore you don't have that surge of power but the other one is often because of footstrap height or at least a heel raise now you're allowed to lift your heels off the foot plates if you watch me you'll see mine come up there's absolutely nothing wrong with it despite what you might have read elsewhere but that only stands if you get those heels down as you drive your legs into the machine if you come forwards and you have a huge heel raise and then you are pushing oh, I'm not going to do it anymore <laughs> off your toes again my pace just fell right off there 
extent you're not getting the full power out of your legs it's almost like it's only your calves that are coming into play and so again that lack of power means you can't surge and accelerate into the machine in order to get that drive nice and controlled and one second long I know today's chat was a little less full technique focused but I've had a flurry of emails and questions from people saying they can't row at low stroke rates and each video I see is because of one of the issues I described today so it's worthwhile doing a quite focused recap okay three strokes one more okay so you've got one minute do whatever you need to do have a drink keep moving up and down if you're worried about seizing that's being that was a half hour at the same rate make sure to just wiggle your backside a little bit on the seat take the pressure off that specific part of your muscle that the sit bones were pressing down on and then remember it's only 30 seconds that we've got but I want you to go just as fast as you can as high a rate as much power as you can okay I'm not going to give you any guide it's just go fast 10 seconds to go you ready for this four three two one go big push to start and then push those legs into the machine to generate power and then as you finish with the handle get it away from you and over your knees before they bend let your arms away be what triggers your return and allows a faster rate and we're all done now I had to just ease off a bit there because although my back didn't really hurt through the 30 minutes still something not right so I didn't want to go that much higher than 32 strokes a minute but hopefully you did hopefully you did well like I say that 30 seconds isn't going to do anything about increasing your speed or your 100 meter time or whatever it's just a little reward a little bit of a spice at the end of the long 30 minute row but that said that actually flew by I did a 30 minute row last night just listening to a podcast and it felt like it lasted for an hour 
Whereas today's one, talking away to you, that flew by. And selfishly, that's one of the reasons why I make these videos. And hopefully that's one of the reasons you watch these videos. Hey man, it's symbioticness. <laughs> symbioticness? It's a word. Okay, two minute cool down. I'm gonna do this right about the same pace we did the warm up at. Just putting enough of a push, they can feel your muscles and body activating through this. So here we go then in three, two, one, let's go. So all I want to do is concentrate, especially because of my back, on coming forwards, making sure I'm in that forwards tilt, pushing with my legs, holding the tilt, let the power go through my body so I'm not bracing against, or at least I'm not fighting against it with my back. Your core needs to brace against it, but you're still not fighting it with your core. It's a quite a nuanced feeling there. But arms straight, push, and then only when my legs start to fade do I swing my back from that one o'clock tilt to an 11 o'clock tilt and then pull in my arms. When I get this sequencing wrong, that's when I feel a little kind of jolt, a little spark of pain in my lower back. Yep, just happened then because I got it wrong, but that's better. So then to posture at the back, if I do that thing where I slump at the finish, that slumping is definitely a trigger. Whereas a nice, powerful posture, front and back, I don't feel it. And all this, this lighter rowing should help your heart rate settle down. It may not be coming down any more than it was before. But it should have hit, I don't know, about 40-45% of max by now. And that's us done with the two minutes, so now you can let your heart... So it's dropped, then hit that level, and now it can go into resting from where it is now, instead of going from the top in a straight line. Because that is a plummet, and we've described plummeting before. Now, if you have time, then please hang around for Stretching Guy. And let him take it over again this time because last time when I did a stretching on my own 13 minutes it took for me to get through what he does in about five because I was too busy talking and I was forgetting to change the, the positions so yeah um, I'm trying to think what I can do to stretch my back while I talk to you though while I say goodbye uh, can't think what can I do ah you know I'll just talk to you I'll stretch afterwards so I hope you enjoyed this one it's back to that if you look through my channel, you'll see that 30 minutes, 20 strokes a minute, 2K plus 18 pace is probably the most uh, common row that you'll see on here. The 20 strokes a minute and 18 strokes a minute. Are they, they're these kind of core fitness building, calorie burning, if I'm actually talking of calories, active calories, 329. Um, total calories, 390, but that's because I burnt just 60 calories being alive for the past what, 35 minutes by the time you factor in the, the cool down as well. So 320, which I think I want to say is uh, when I did the row off a cookie row, it was what, 320, 
So there we go. So that was like a cookie just all rolled off. And actually, if you're on a, on a calorie controlled diet, you're trying to lose weight, don't eat the cookie to make up for the fact that you just, just, just take a look. If you're using like a tracker like MyFitnessPal or, or something like that, then you can factor in those 320 calories or whatever it was that you burnt um, as part of your calorie offset. Because remember, there's a sweet spot. You really only want to be, if you're wanting to gain, then you only want to really, you don't want to go that much past 400 calories on top of your, your base calorie uh, expenditure for the day. And if you're losing weight, you don't really want to go more than 400 underneath either, because that's when you start to kind of scrape the, back, the energy barrel and stuff. So uh, if that 320 calorie or whatever you did row takes you a little bit under uh, your goal for the day, don't go, yes, I've maximized it. Have something to eat, make up a little bit of energy so that you can live to fight the next day. Because what happens is, and this is what's happened to me, uh, was it last year or the year before? I can't remember, was it the year before? I've completely lost track of years. It was the last time I did the Scottish Championships anyway, and it was right when um, when lockdown had happened for COVID. And uh, when lockdown happened for COVID, it's fair to say I took it quite badly, and I ate uh, a lot of bad food, and I drank a lot of very tasty alcohol because <laughs> um, I just I had to, mentally I just couldn't really adapt to it. So I kind of I let the reins go, and then I kind of thought after about three months, four months of that. I kind of looked at myself in the mirror and went, oh, I actually looked at myself in one of these videos and went, oh my good grief, you got a bit chunky. So I went back to stop drinking again, which is um, a, a great, I'm much happier now that I'm not drinking again. Um, but I really slashed calories. So I was kind of hit, I was kind of every day I was running about 900 calories under uh, what I was burning. So I was set to burn like 2,100 calories a day was my, my basal, my basic metabolic rate. So every day just being alive, I burned 2,100 calories a day. And so I was set so um, to, to, to be at 1,700 calories and that was my 400 calorie uh, uh, drop in order to kind of lose weight in a safe manner. But between not eating that much and rowing at the same time, I was like 900 calories under. And Although it got to the Scottish Championships and I'd managed to just make weight for them, with all the training and stuff I've been doing and all that kind of calorie burn, I was absolutely exhausted. I completely, and it actually was like a perfect storm. It was the day of the Scottish Championships. I just completely burnt out. And um, even though the week before or two weeks before I did a test and I was looking, it was like, hey, I'm going to get, I'm going to do quite well. Just but the effort it took to get, to lose weight and just calorie drop. I was just done for, for when it came to, to the race. So this time around, I'm being a lot more careful. And so this is why I'm ranting to you about it and saying that if you are on a calorie controlled diet and you're using exercise to kind of give yourself a little bit more of a buffer so you can eat, eat a little bit more and that kind of stuff, then make sure to make up the calories you're burning so you're still within the boundaries. So you're giving yourself the energy to be able to continue. You'll know yourself, you'll know the tolerances. I know I can handle running about 400 calorie deficit and, I'm, and I don't really, especially when, I'm, when they're not included in alcohol and it's actual food. Um, I know I'm fine, but you might not be. You might be completely different. So anyway, right. That was a little bit of a rant. I didn't expect to go anywhere near that today, covering those topics, but pff, I did. So uh, hopefully he is still stretching away and coming towards an end, just as I say goodbye to you. So thank you so much for doing this row. I do hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed the little 30-second coda right on the end, just as a little bit of fun. Um, uh, yeah, and if as always, if you want to send a video of you rowing for me to have a look at, please do. If you have any suggestions for any kind of rows you'd like to see me do, especially while I'm still doing these standalone rows, then please do. Um, if you have any advice on how to sort out my dodgy back, please do. Um, although I've been watching um, Jeff Cavalier and the Athlean X, um, his channel, and he's all the stuff I watch on his, it always sorts me out. So 
I'll carry on doing that. So, right, thank you so much for coming along and doing this one. Uh, please make sure and check out the myriad videos I have up here. There are all these free workouts for you or app reviews or whatever other kind of little videos that I make. Um, please take a look at some of the other ones. The, it goes back, what, four or five years almost uh, that I've been making these workout videos for. Um, and so there's lots of different options even. Um, yeah, yeah. There's not even an even, there just are lots and lots of options. So hopefully I will see you in one of those videos or I will see you in the next one. Regardless, please look after yourselves. Be well, bye bye.